Greetings. My name is Scott Swanstrom. I'm the host of Mind Redefined, Lifting the Stigma Around Mental Health. And we have a special co-host here with us today, Samantha Lawson. She's a colleague of mine and just a fantastic person all around. She's going to assist me in just kind of pulling back the curtain today on Mind Redefined. How did the podcast come to be? Who are the supports of Mind Redefined? And what are some exciting conversations you can look forward to here in the future? Welcome, Sam. Hi, thank you so much for introducing me, Scott. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you joining us today. And this is something that we're both really excited about and that has been brewing for quite a while. And to see it come alive in this way has just really been an accomplishment in and of itself. And so I'm just happy to celebrate that with you. Now, of course, it is mandatory that we ask all of our interviewees, you are my co-host today, but we do want to know, what is one thing you're celebrating today? Well, today I'm celebrating many things, celebrating being a woman. You know, this month is Women's History Month. Also celebrating being a mother myself. I'm the mother of a 12-year-old rambunctious little child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm celebrating also being engaged to a veteran, which is part of the conversation that we're having today, mm-hmm. celebrating the grant. So I am excited to be here and I'm excited to have each one of those in my family to be here and alive and well. So that's what I'm celebrating today. <laughs> Fantastic. And we have many women to celebrate and I appreciate the connection also to veterans as well. We are going to unpack a little bit more today on how important that is to us in regards to our conversations in this podcast. We do want to make some brief acknowledgments and just really some appreciations for those who have made this podcast possible, just so that you're aware. And these are all sources that provide assistance and services in regards to the mental health and substance abuse community. The first and foremost is the SAMHSA organization, which is Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration. They are the ones that are really responsible for being able to provide the opportunity to launch this podcast. We're just very appreciative of them. Absolutely. I wanted to add in 2019, we received the opportunity to work on this grant as it focused on mental health awareness training. And the purpose of the program is to train individuals, school personnel, emergency first responders, law enforcement, and especially veterans and individuals in armed services and their families to be able to recognize the mental health signs and symptoms of anyone who's struggling or facing the stigma as it relates to substance use, and what does that mean in the context of um, getting the help that they need in a civilian world or getting the help that they need within their own veteran services. So we're really excited about the opportunity to switch the trainings in person to this awesome podcast that Scott is leading the charge on. Well, thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity to be able to do this. I love being able to tell people about the origin story of this podcast. SAMHSA has granted us and awarded us the opportunity through the MHAC grant, which stands for Mental Health Awareness Training. And so, of course, as the title of the podcast lends itself to Mind Redefined, Lifting the Stigma Around Mental Health, that really is our goal. That's really our mission, is that we want to elevate mental health to the place where physical health is in our our own society and our own conversations in our community. And so we really want to just kind of pull back the curtain, shine a light in the darkness for something that not enough people are talking about. That's really our ultimate goal. MHAT also has a focus on wanting to help those subpopulations like our veterans and their families, as well as law enforcement, and to come alongside our providers' mental health as well. Absolutely. And by any means necessary. So, you know, this is the first time we've had the opportunity to do it in a podcast way. So this is 
really exciting. It's really groundbreaking for our organization to be able to go back and to look at how we connect, like you said, with social media. There are some people who may not watch television. There may be some people who don't go on YouTube, but they may listen to podcasts. So by any means necessary to be able to have something like this. Absolutely. Finding this communication tool, even though it's it's relatively new in the grand scheme of ways that we communicate and the way that we get information out there, it's really a great way to cast a broad net and to, to reach more people than just those in our own particular region. We're coming from Jacksonville, Florida, but we have had connections internationally that have been impacted by this podcast. And so that's definitely one thing that we are celebrating as well. Yes. And especially, Scott, with that, I wanted to share some data. You know, we know one in five adults in the U.S., and we're talking about 51.5 million or 20 percent of individuals experience mental illness in any given year. So we want to be sure that we can connect with those people, regardless of where they come from in whatever system they work in, whether they're working in the hospital or medical system, the school system. So we're touching all of those aspects. I love the fact that the mission and goals of this podcast are so much bigger than any one organization. It's bigger than any one person that's involved in it. And it's something that's going to outlive even the grant that's been able to launch it. And so it's just really exciting. Right. And, you know, we would be amiss if we weren't interested in lifting the stigma around mental health. Absolutely. So I wanted to add to that because truly we thank SAMHSA, we thank LSF Health Systems, everyone that's involved to give us the ability to be creative in this manner with this grant to be able to share this platform with all of you. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit more about some of the missions and goals of Mind Redefined. We really want to just kind of identify who would you say our target audience is? Anyone and everyone. We have so many programs that we work with within the school system, law enforcement, from politicians to church members, anyone who has a willing and listening ear and who wants to learn about mental health and substance abuse, about that stigma, about the services that they can get with it. But especially with this grant, the focus is on veterans and all of those individuals who are struggling with mental illness and substance abuse issues. Regardless of where they come from, every community needs to know about what to do, how to recognize those signs and symptoms, and then what to do about it. And that's why it's really fantastic, the trainings that we have. Scott, you do the de-escalation trainings yourself. So the mental health first aid training is phenomenal. And we also have the high-fidelity wraparound training that we're providing to our providers to be able to provide those services with an evidence-based practice and everyone working together as a team. It's really about community. It's really about us coming together and saying, hey, we know that this could be an issue. We're not going to leave you alone. We're going to go alongside you. We are here to help you until you're able to help yourself in the community. And that's really what it's about. I was asked recently why a podcast regarding mental health. And I think there's a little bit of a misunderstanding in regards to mental health doesn't just affect lower socioeconomic individuals. There is no favor of persons when it comes to mental health. If you have a mind, then you have mental health. Right. And if you're like me, I wake up with a backache every now and then and and I need to treat that or I need to address that. The same thing is true with our own mental health. And so it is, again, no favor of persons. There's no status or class or any identifier that keeps you from 
having mental health challenges. And so and a yeah. podcast because I don't know about the rest of the audience, but it takes me about an hour to get to work sometimes. And, you know, instead of looking on the radio or listening to music on my phone, I can listen to a podcast. I can listen to quick tips on how to provide self-care strategies on my way to work or on my way home. And some of those things may include listening to music. But, you know, if I don't know that's my source of strength or that's my ability to deal with whatever it is that I'm faced with, I may not know what to do and how to handle that. So I think a podcast is, is an excellent idea and an excellent means of providing access to care and resources. We have so many people who will join this podcast to share about their services and their organizations and what they're doing to address and impact mental health and stigma. Absolutely. I love the fact that you could take it anywhere with you. And and I think even during our pandemic season of life that we've been in, it really has challenged us to find new ways to communicate. And I love that a podcast can make the world a lot smaller and really connect us in a very meaningful way. And so just really excited about that and how that has come on our radar and how it's it's grown into this opportunity. I do you want to talk about some upcoming topics? We've got some great guests that we have lined up. We're not going to share names yet. We want to make that a little bit of a reveal, but uh, some things to anticipate. Sam, you've had a chance to connect with some of these individuals as well. Why don't you give us a little bit of a preview on some of those? Sure. So there's a lot of issues in the communities with regards to cultural and cultural linguistic competencies and what that means as it relates to mental health. What does that mean in the school system? What does that mean within law enforcement? And we want to practice having that cultural humility. And so some of those guest speakers are going to come on board and to talk about what we can use as strategies to be more culturally aware and be more culturally sensitive as we engage with others in the community as we provide those services. And it doesn't matter what service you're providing. You could be working anywhere. You could be working, you know, in a grocery store. You could be working at a bank. You could be the CEO of a corporation. I think it's really important for everyone to understand cultural competency. Another one of the topics that's coming up is with regards to human trafficking and the individuals who are survivors of human trafficking. So we have lots of trainings and lots of courses that are available to be able to recognize and what to do if you've ever faced in a situation where you think someone may be potentially involved in that situation. Absolutely. And along those lines as well, we're looking at just supporting our veterans and our, our military families that are out there. We're going to have a couple conversations coming up in the near future that are coming from veterans themselves who are reaching back into the mental health arena and really wanting to provide those services for others. It's really interesting because of the pride that comes from serving in the military, how much of an isolator that can become from really receiving services and help that you deserve. Yeah, and, absolutely. And I can speak from, and Scott, you can too, from personal experience. You know, we've all received that title. If you've ever come from a military family, the military brats, you know, my dad was in the Air Force. I have relatives and uncles who've served in the military. And part of what we're doing is not only reaching exactly to the, the veterans themselves, but also to their family members who are impacted, you know, from their loved one being overseas and coming back and what that means to them and how they can help their loved one and help themselves too. We know it's just not about that one person that's involved in substance abuse and mental health. It's all the people that surround and love them. So we want to be able to provide the wraparound with the family, with an individual. 
Absolutely. There's so many great resources and I'm excited after we're done sharing kind of our upcoming topics. We also have some numbers that we're going to share with you, some contact information to be able to reach out. Maybe you or a loved one is struggling with a mental health challenge and we'd love to be able to direct you to those services. One of our other conversations that we're going to be having here is with a neurologist who is sort of a pioneer in regards to telestroke medicine. And he is providing a service for those who have experienced a stroke. And we have found that there's a correlation after a stroke that depression and anxiety really are on the increase. And so how do we help those who are stroke victims, those who are the caregivers of those stroke victims, as well as uh, providers who service those, and to make that mental health correlation? So many of these conversations, even though they're very different and very broad, have an understanding that we are approaching the person as a whole, that they are so much more than just physical health and just mental health, that there's a full spectrum to address when helping out individuals and helping ourselves out. In, and in that's the, the goal is that integration between primary care and behavioral health care and getting people to understand that your physical health is just as important as your mental health. Absolutely. Our last episode was really exciting. We had a chance to have Dr. Rick Marks on with us, and he also spoke in regards to mental health awareness in the faith community. And so had a chance to address that spiritual aspect of it from his perspective as well. Just a lot of great conversations, very broad brushed, and really hoping to bring a lot of these guests back on with us. And so just some great things to look forward to. I would be amiss to offer an opportunity of hope for our listeners, for our providers, for those who uh, may be experiencing fatigue from helping those, as well as those who are struggling with mental health challenges. And so we want to provide some service contact numbers for you, some referrals. Sam, you want to share... Sure. So if you or anyone you know is struggling with suicidal thoughts or have suicidal crises or emotional distress, feel free to call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. If you're a veteran that's experiencing a crisis, you can also call 1-800-273-8255, press 1, or text 838255, and it's a 24-7 hotline. Excellent. And LSF Health Systems is the managing entity in Northeast and North Central Florida. And we also provide a service for those who are in that region. It's called our Access to Care Line. And it is a referral directory service that really assists those who may be insured or uninsured who are looking for mental health services or substance recovery services. And that number is 877-229-9098. Sam, thank you again for being our special co-host today. I really appreciate your time and looking forward to having you you on again. Thank you for having me, Scott. I appreciate it. Absolutely. (laughs) 